mama, hey I'm glad to see you here with me I know it gets rough, please don't give up Today we gon' shake off all that weight Put your head up high, crown to the sky Walk in my face, fin up by sight Take my hand and hold it tight Those cloudy days, kiss the goodbye So hey mama, hey mama, hey Glowing even through the rain I promise you'll see better days All you need is a little faith Take my hand and we'll have a dance Just some laugh with friends And we'll ride into the very end All right, welcome back to another episode of the My Sisters Glow Podcast A safe space to grow in your faith as well as your motherhood through sisterhood Y'all, I'm so excited because I have a very, very special guest I've only had a guest on the show one time before, but this guest is super special to me because it's my mommy. So uh, my mother's name is Rochelle Clark. She is a licensed clinical therapist. I'm butchering that title. Please forgive me. (laughs) I'm nervous doing it for my mom, y'all. But my mother is a licensed therapist. She has a private practice called uh, TLC Counseling Services. Um, she's an evangelist at her church. She is an amazing wife of over 20 years, an awesome mother of three amazing kids, but I'm the best kid that they got. And she's just all around everything, y'all. So I wanted to bring her on the show because I know that my mother is um, not just amazing because she's my mom, but I know that she's real. She's down to earth and my mom will tell it like it is. She's going to get our live y'all. So um, without further ado, I bring to you Miss Rochelle Clark, AKA mommy. <laughs> hello. 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 Thank you for having me on. I appreciate the invitation. I am honored actually to be a part of this because I know this is your baby. So thank you for having me. Thank you. So, Mommy, we have been doing the Perfect Parent Series, um, and the Perfect Parent Series behind that is dismantling this idea that as a mom, you have to be perfect, you have to have it all together, you have to, like, just make no mistakes, and we really want to dismantle that idea, but last week on the show, I shared with the ladies that um, I'm newly engaged, and I shared with them uh my journey of engagement you know just some of the things i went through and you know leading up to the engagement so um today's episode is really focusing on like the preparation that we as women can do to prepare for the next season in our life that god has for us um so some of the women that listen that are listening may be single mothers but there are also married mothers that listen to this podcast um grandmothers aunties all kind of women. And I just truly believe that having a mental health professional who is also a woman of God come on the show would be really important for us. So um, in your opinion, based off of, you know, your professional opinion, as well as your um, spiritual opinion, why is preparation so important for us as mothers? Wow, such a loaded question. Um, But I think preparation is necessary because <clears throat> excuse me, it it stops us from having these preconceived ideas of what something should be. And then when it's not that, we fall to pieces. And so, you know, as women in our minds, we plan out our lives as little girls. Um, 
we say one day I'm going to be married and he's going to look like this and we're going to have 2.5 children with the little white picket fence and the house and the dog and the cat and, and life is, and we see life so perfectly. And I think when we, because we have that image embedded in our brains and because no one says to you, Hey, life is not perfect. It doesn't always go exactly how you planned. When we get out there and we figure that out, that life is not perfect and it doesn't go how it, we planned it to go, we fall to pieces and we don't know what to do with that. Hmm. When our life's issues as women, that we, maybe issues we've carried from childhood may come up because we've never dealt with that. Now we know what to do on the opposite side of this thing and so it has the potential to really tear up everything you know and so that's why I think preparation is is of major major importance for us because it really could eliminate a lot of hiccups down the road okay okay so with that thank you for that with that being said um, you said something that really kind of piqued my interest. You were saying things from our childhood and to prepare for whatever that next season is, whether it's um, becoming a mother again or becoming a mother the first time or becoming a wife, becoming a new employee at a job or um, a business owner, wherever God has taken us in that next season and preparing for that. You mentioned about like things from our childhood sometimes presenting themselves later on in adulthood. And kind of, like you said, bringing those hiccups in the road. So um, based off of your professional expertise, um, how can mothers start to, I guess, because what if somebody doesn't realize that there's something from their childhood Mm -hmm. that is still a problem? How can they start to deal with that? Right. Um, And that happens a lot of times. We don't really recognize that, you know, oh, wow, like I've been dealing with this from childhood. We just, a lot of times I think we cover up things by saying, well, that's just who I am. So for me, I've always been um, very outspoken, um, very, some would say at times controlling. and, And I was to some degree. Why? Because I felt the need to control my atmosphere because when I was younger, things were very out of control for me to a certain degree. So it kind of transpired and and played over into my adult life. I didn't recognize it as, as being a problem, but you know, sometimes you'll have those people who will come into your life saying, you know, I really love and care about you, but this, this is not okay that you do that, right? And if you start to notice that you're having the same kind of set of problems in every single setting of your life. So if, it, if you're having the same issues with people on your job that you're having in friendships outside of the job, that you're having in relationships, that you're having in um, familial relationships with family members, then it may be worth something looking at. Not that you're the problem, right? But anytime that there is something that goes wrong in any type of relationship that you have, both parties play a part. And all I would say to any woman, to any mother is this, look at what part you played 
period and work on that right it was that a me issue did did i misunderstand did i um misinterpret what was being said to me or did that trigger something inside of me i feel like a lot of times we never asked ourselves why did i respond like that mm. why why did i respond so harsh to that situation a situation that really didn't require that level of response mm -hmm. you know what i mean so I would say for, for us as women, you know, sometimes you don't realize that it's childhood stuff, but you know that it's an issue. Right. If it's an issue, try to go fix it. Try to look in and start questioning what is wrong? What happened? Why? Why am I responding that way? Why am I even feeling this way about this situation? Mm, okay. That's good. Like you gave us a lot, just <laughs> you gave us a lot to ponder on just now. The why behind something. I think that that's something we, um, as people, we tend to move away from that because for me and my past experiences, it seems like it's a lot easier to point out, to put the blame or the reason why something is going on outside of you. One of the things that we talked about um, on some of the other episodes was that. Uh, it's so easy to like, you know, I've, I've opened up on the show about my past relationship trauma and it's so easy to have that wall up. It's so easy to be defensive and say, oh, my mama what did this to me and my daddy wasn't there for me and my ex did this and every guy that I dealt with before did this. So that's why I'm this way. And it's so easy to point out the issue in everybody else, but looking into yourself can be really difficult sometimes. So I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, I, I was just going to say, absolutely. I think that is one of the hardest things um, to do uh, for anybody in general. But I think it's really especially hard for us as women because um, sometimes society gives us this image that we're supposed to be perfect and we're supposed to have it all together. Um, and so it becomes hard because you feel like, I, well, where do I even have the time to look inwardly? And can I even handle what it is I find when I look inwardly? It is a very uncomfortable thing to look with inside yourself and say, wow, I am jacked up. I got some issues and I need to deal with that. That is hard. That's hard. Uh, there's this uh there's this thing going on on social media and it was like sometimes you ever look at yourself and be like maybe I'm the toxic one <laughs> you know that's so difficult but um it's true one of the things that you really really said that I think is important and it really goes into our um series of perfect parent is that you said that you're not like making sure, like making sure that we as mothers separate ourselves from the problem and we don't identify who we are as the problem. One of the things that we've been talking about here on the show is just, um, I say it all just time and time again, is that you are not your trauma. And because sometimes we just, we, we take that crutch that, that got with us in childhood and we make that everything of who we are. Yes. Some of us who like, um, you know, have like maybe a face that looks not so pleasant. They call it the resting 
B word face or whatever, we'll say that and we'll be yeah. like, oh, that's just how I look. No, it's not, sis. That's not who you are. So with so thank you for encouraging our ladies in that manner because that's so important that we realize that we are not our trauma. Um, mm-hmm. but I would like to dig a little bit deeper. Um, you know, a lot of people listening to this don't personally know you, but you were also a single mom for a long time before mm-hmm. you were a wife. So yes your transition into single motherhood and into your journey as becoming a wife um, in regards to like your mental health, your past trauma. I know this is a loaded question, but how did all of that play a part in your transition? (laughs) Wow. Um, Let me start by saying this. It was a huge transition and I didn't realize how big of a transition that was. Um, Initially, I, Honestly, because again, that that image I had in, embedded in my brain, I thought, okay, well, I'm I'm get ready to get married, and I have my daughter, and we're gonna be a perfect family, and everything's gonna blend and match perfectly, and we're not gonna have issues. And that's what I thought. Nobody ever taught me about being a part of a blended family, and how to make those those things work. Nobody even really gave me. Um, a lot of advice on what it meant to become someone's wife and and to take this woman who had been this strong, independent, single mother. It was just about me and you for so very long. And then how to allow this man to come into our lives and let him be the man. Now, when I'm saying that, I don't mean that, oh, we no longer have a voice because we're women, but the Bible says that that man is the head of woman and, and Christ is head of the man, right? And so I didn't know how to come in and allow him to fill that role now as being the father in the family, uh, the husband in the family. I was so accustomed to it just being you and I that I still kept functioning as Elisha and mommy. And then there was dad. Mm. So I, I didn't know what that transition was. So it was, it, it was very hard. And then of course, you know, again, being this, this strong independent woman, because that's what I was taught. I was taught, okay, you're a single mom. Don't, don't ever depend on a man. You always make your own way and if you have the man great but if that man decides he don't want to be with you or he decides he gonna walk out or god forbid he passes away you can still you know have something to fall back on you can still take care of you and yours but what that translated in my mind was completely different mm-hmm. so i kept functioning again as that independent woman you ain't gonna tell me nothing i'm not listening to you no we're gonna do it my way mm. What I didn't realize was that was a lot of, because I was, so I was very spoiled as a child, right? Mm -hmm. I got my way and I was used to people really giving me my way in anything and everything I wanted. And if it didn't work out, I just went home to my dad and dad made it all better. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't work so well when you're married, (laughs) you're a whole grown woman and you still throwing up in this man's face about, well, I'll just go to my daddy. Mm. That did not go well. 
at all, right? So that wasn't necessarily what I would deem as trauma, but it was a way that I had got accustomed to living uh -huh. that now I still wanted to live the same way, even though I was married to this man. Hmm. Can, I, can I pause real quick? Can I pause you real quick? I want to jump in because I, what I'm hearing, I don't know if this is my ears or spiritual ear or what, but what I'm hearing is just like, we can't be the same. When we asking God for a new blessing, we asking him for a new thing. We asking him for that new job, that, that brand new, that brand new shiny man, that husband, we can't be the same person. You cannot. That's you cannot, okay. You cannot be the same person but expect God to give you that brand new job, that brand new shiny man, that perfect man, right? Because we all have that perfect man. But then when he comes in and he really being the man, uh -huh. you want to buck up. Why? Because you're so used to doing it by yourself. Ain't no man going to come in and tell me and mine what to do. Well, hold on, sis. Hold on, ma. <laughs> hold on. Because you prayed and you asked God for him yeah That's right and, and and i will say this again people think the man being the head of the household that's be, that's given such a negative connotation and it's not meant to be mm -hmm. the man of the house has nothing to do with him being in control of everything that she doesn't have a voice that she doesn't have a say so no that just see in my household that just simply means to to me is that he got to go to god and stand before god on my behalf even when i mess up and do wrong yes not that i am not accountable to god but when all hell is breaking loose in my household god seeks out my husband first come looking for me and saying, Rochelle, hold on a minute. What's going on in your household? He says, TC, what's the problem, sir? Mm -hmm. Are you not praying for your family? Are you not standing in the gap for your family? Are you not interceding for your family? He calls him first. If we go back to when Adam and Eve were in the garden, he sought out, he, he didn't come say, Eve, where are you? God already knew what had happened. He knew that they had eaten of this apple. He didn't say, Eve, where are you? Mm -hmm. He says, Adam, where art thou? Because Adam, Adam was the first one. Right. To stand in the gap for his family and be responsible. Why? Because, and I know I'm getting off on a tangent here, but Adam left her unprotected, which is how the enemy got to her to begin with. Wow. That's so good because like, I feel like, especially my generation of women, we look at that as like very, so like we live in such a very pro-feminist time and I'm all for girl power, all for sisterhood. Don't get me wrong. But um, we live in such a time that, like, when it talks about the man being the head of the household or the man being this and being that, that we take that as, like, an insult. Like, ain't no man, ain't no dude about to come up in here and do this and do that. So what, what could you say? So for the mother that's listening to this who's a single mother and desires to be married one day, or maybe there's a mom on here who she's newly married or has or is about to get married or is 
married, but maybe they're about to transition and have a baby because I saw another transition in a marriage Absolutely. I believe wholeheartedly. Yeah. And so what could you say to these women that could help them in their preparation? Like practically, what could they do to prepare for that transition in that new season? Well, I would tell any woman who's approaching that new season, take a hard, honest look inwardly. You know you. You know you better than anybody else. You know what your issues are. You know those things that you feel like, uh-uh, I'm not fitting to deal with that. I'm not. I'm not going through that. You have to do that inspection and figure, ask the why. We said that at the top of the segment. Ask the why. Why am I so cut off that I'm like, uh-uh, ain't no man coming in here. And I'm, I'm like you. I rock out for girl power. Mm-hmm. We have amazing strength that we can conquer anything if we put our minds to it. But that don't mean we got to run over top of him in order to do that. Yeah. I don't have to run over top of my husband to be the strong woman that I am. I compliment him. He compliments me. But we had to figure out how to grow in that together. So my issue was I felt like, because I also felt like the man being the head of the house meant he could control me. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't having that, right? So anytime he said something, I felt the need to buck up against that because you're not going to control me. You're not going to shut my down, shut me down. You're not going to take my voice from me. Mm-hmm. Well, there became a time I had to start stop and say, why do you always feel like somebody's taking your voice? Oh, where that's that where, where did you get the message that your voice was being taken from you? And I had to go all the way back to past relationships. Because again, I've always been very outspoken. I've always been a little mouthy, right? So I've heard over and over and over and over again, oh, your mouth, your mouth. Hmm. Same. So it gave me a complex, right? So then I said, oh, well, you're not taking my voice from me. And that translated right over into my marriage, though I thought I was ready. Yeah. And I had to figure out that me kind of dialing it back and sometimes, now I I speak how I feel to my husband, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't talk at him. I talk to him. Even when I disagree with something, I don't get rowdy and I don't pop off and pop my neck and snap my fingers and say, (laughs) But I will say to him, hey, babe, can I talk to you? Right. I I don't agree with whatever it is. Or, babe, you hurt my feelings when you said. Mm. Sometimes, you know, even sometimes he'll say things and I'm taking it wrong. He's not meaning it in the way that I'm taking it. But I'll just look at him and I'm like, babe, what you mean? And he instantly knows. He was like, babe, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't being offensive. But mm-hmm. then I have to take that and say, okay, Shell, why did you hear that that way? Yeah. So can, can I put... 
I'm sorry, I want to push pause because I want to, you so what, you know, like, aside from examining yourself, like, it's, well, it sounds like that's a continuous thing. Like, it's not a one-time thing. So it sounds like that's something you still do in your, your marriage, even after being married for over 20-some years. And taking this same thought process of, like, into the workplace, taking it into your, your journey with your kids, right? Like, Yes, absolutely. So I have had encounters, you know, listen, as adults, we don't always see eye to eye, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to have kids who are going to come in and, you know, in my day, you were taught to, you respected your elders and you didn't talk back to them. And when they told you no, that was kind of the end of it. Well, this is a new generation of kids that we're dealing with, right? So they have the why complex. Well, I don't want to do that. I'm, I why? Hi, that don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Or they'll talk to you the way they talk to one of their friends. You have to then say, okay, are they really being disrespectful to me or is this just the way that they talk? Yeah. Right? You, so you, you have to check yourself on a consistent basis that I can't run up in, so I can't come up in the school with my... I'm going to do it my way and you better not say nothing to me mentality. Yeah. No, because you working for somebody else. And just like when you work for an agency or you work for a business, they have rules, regulations, and policies you have to follow. Yeah. And you adjust yourself accordingly, right? So if you work at Walmart and Walmart says there's a uniform, you put on that uniform whether you like it or not. Yeah. It's the same way in preparing yourself for this next journey, be it marriage, be it motherhood, be it a new job, whatever, be it just a new relationship. You have to, there are rules and regulations, right? That have to happen in a relationship, but you set those rules and regulations with your spouse. Mm -hmm. So what works? for my household and what works for us and our communication style may not necessarily work for you and your future husband in your relationship. You may look at mom mom and dad and say, oh, I like some aspects of how mom and dad do some things. But then you might look at and say, well, no, we're going to do it a little differently in our marriage. (laughs) And that's okay. Yeah. is that preparation piece is constantly looking inward even if you've been married for two to five years continually changing why because your relationship is changing because the more we the more we grow the older we get the more mature we become the more knowledgeable come we become the more we change we're evolving as people all the time yeah if you stop evolving if you stop growing, there's a problem. You need to start checking on some stuff. Okay. Yeah, right? that's, that's good. So, you know, with, um, and I think we might have to do a part two because, you know, I like, I like to keep the shows because we got moms listening. So I'm sure they probably listen to this while they kids taking naps, while they driving to somewhere, to the grocery store or something. But this is such a good conversation. But with the ladies that are listening to this and you've given us so many gems, right that's what to the mother that's listening to this and she feels hopeless um or she feels broken like what about the mom and the ladies that even in listening to this conversation they're starting to realize some stuff about them 
um, the mom that has been through numerous accounts of trauma or the mom who has the, her set way of doing things because it's the way that she survived for so long. And she feels like, how I'm going to change? How I'm going to come out of this? Like, what, how, how, how yeah. can I shift out of this so I can move better? Because one thing that I want for the ladies listening to this podcast is to transition from surviving to thriving. I believe that there are so many women that listen to this podcast who are, they're surviving. And by, listen, I feel that because sometimes we have to be in survival mode, but it is not mm-hmm. God's desire for us to be in survival mode all the time. He wants us to enjoy the things that he has for us. He wants to, us to enjoy the um, upside to motherhood, you know, the, yeah. the wonderful moments of motherhood. He wants us to enjoy our lives. What would you say to encourage the mother who feels broken mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and feels like she can't transition? Well, I will start with this. Sis, if you have breath in your body, there is still hope. Mm. There is still hope. A lot of times we feel hopeless because we're looking inwardly and we don't, we can't find solutions. And sometimes if you've been in a place for so long, it is hard to find solutions and resolutions to an issue within yourself. You may have to, as you always say, find your tribe, right? Find your tribe of women, those true women who are going to tell you the honest truth and then be there to help walk you through the process. Sometimes that may be a group of friends. Sometimes that may be um, another trusted female that maybe you work with, but maybe she's a little bit older, got a little more experience, right? That she can kind of mother you, but friend you at the same time. But sometimes that also requires reaching out to a mental health professional. Yeah. Especially if we, if, if, if our tribe of people have been unhealthy people to begin with, and that's what caused a lot of our trauma, well, we can't go talk to them because they're jacked up too. Yeah. Sometimes it requires going and talking to a therapist, finding someone who is, has first and foremost the professional experience, but you never know what somebody has walked through in their own life that they can bring their personal experiences into the room to be able to tell you, listen, sis, I made it. You can make it too. Mm-hmm. And know that there's nothing wrong with reaching out to a professional. There, there's such a stigma around mental health, especially yeah. in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. There's such a stigma. Seeing a mental health professional does not mean you're crazy. Yeah. It just means that, hey, I have got some potholes in my road called life and one of them I got stuck in and I can't find my way out and I it's just like you know being stuck on side the road and you need a tow truck yeah your mental health therapist can be your tow truck and maybe they only tow you 20 miles down the road and 20 miles you've done yeah now you can pick up and you can move forward on your own yeah, I like that. That's so good. And I, I'm thankful that you um 
said that because I feel like sometimes as women, and this is why we have the Perfect Parent Series, we do feel like we have to have it all together all the time and reaching out for help, asking yeah. for help, sometimes, somehow disqualifies us as a mother. One of the scriptures that came to um, mind, and because every uh, show we, we, we pull up, we use a scripture to kind of like anchor us. And um, Psalms uh, 121, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where my help shall come. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not mm-hmm. allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. So I like that scripture because, and I was to tie it into the practicality of it. It's for me, when I talk to God, I go to God just like this. God, this don't feel good. God, I don't like this. God, yeah. I don't feel this. God, yeah. you better send me somebody because I'm about to lose it down, down here. You know, like yeah. you're my God in heaven. So I need you to control it. And I, I appreciate the fact that I have a therapist and I appreciate the fact that Although I do communicate with God, he gives me such a freedom to be able to communicate with my therapist because he gifted her with those abilities. And so anybody, any woman listening to this who, you know, feels like, well, I pray and I fast. And let me tell you, that's good because the word tells us that only some things come by just prayer and fasting. That's so very true. But God put community here for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. the word also tells us iron sharpens iron. Uh, there, I believe it's in Ecclesiastics. He talks about um, the importance of two being better than one. If one falls down, the other can help the other one up. And I'm paraphrasing, but. Threefold cord is not easily broken. Exactly. So if you got mm-hmm. you, God, and another person, whether that's yeah. your therapist, a mentor, um, I would highly not because I'm just a therapist, but I would highly, you know, really recommend a therapist because friends are great. Mentors are great. Spiritual Mm -hmm. leaders are great. But honestly, just honor the profession that is there because, you know, a therapist is somebody who is trained for hours and hours. As somebody who was in school to be a therapist, trust me, they train you for hours upon hours to get it right. And um, find the right therapist that works for you because um, not therapist is not, you know, going to therapy is not a one size fit all type of thing. You do have to find a therapist that works well for you. But I pray that the ladies have listen to this show and they have become encouraged um because there is hope like we all i say a lot of times on the show like you know i was a hot mess express and still am sometimes you know like but there's always hope for us because you've given us mommy so much you talk to us about managing our expectations you talk to us about the importance of examining ourselves and asking ourselves why and the importance of being a new person so that way we can prepare for the new blessing and the new season that God has for us. Absolutely. So you've given us so much to work with. Again, um, I think we might have to uh, revisit this conversation because there was so much good in it. But before we um, wrap up the show, um, I mentioned to you guys earlier that my mother is a therapist. Mom, would you mind sharing some of your information in case? Um, and I know you're licensed in two states at this point. Yes. So if there is somebody, um, you know, that is are in the state you're licensed in that maybe would need a therapist, would you mind just kind of sharing your information? And I'll put it in the show notes as well. 
So that way, when they click on the show, they can have it. Well, as you mentioned, um, I'm, I am a licensed professional counselor of mental health. I've been licensed since 2018, um, and I am currently licensed in the state of Delaware. And I do have a temporary license in the state of New Jersey. Um, since the pandemic has happened, um, certain states have allowed you to practice across state lines because they just needed their people to be seen. And so New Jersey has given me right now a temporary license to be able to practice. I am currently doing it strictly telehealth um, because I'm still trying to stay safe amid the um, pandemic that is going on. But um, my agency is called TLC Counseling Services, LLC. And my contact information is, um, my phone number is 302-841-1065. Or you can send me an email inquiries. I do respond to those as well at tlccounselingsvc at gmail.com. And even, I just want to put this disclaimer because I may not always be the right fit for everyone, but I can definitely tell you that, you know, if, if you feel like, oh, well, you know, that's Lady's mom and, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that. We are 100% confidential, um, but I respect your, your right to pick and choose any therapist. And if all else fails, search out psychologytoday.com and Psychology Today will find you any therapist across any state that you are in. So if you're listening in another state and you maybe I can't be the one, go on psychology.com um, and you can put in whatever zip code that you're in or whatever city that you're in and all kinds of therapists will come up and you get to read their bios, what they specialize in, um, what their insurance, what insurances they take, all of that is listed in their um, bios on psychology today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mommy, um, for being with us today. I do have an announcement uh, with everything that has been going on or whatever. We're talking about like a lot of what we talked about today was based around mindset. And mm -hmm. um, my ladies, my tribe, my, my listeners, I love y'all so much. So in September, I am going to be um, hosting a free webinar and it's called mm -hmm. Eliminating the Baby Mama Mindset. And it's going to be amazing. I will put the, um, I'm gonna put the information as far as like the registration out on Eventbrite for my podcast listeners first. Um, and then I'm gonna put it out to the general public. But I did wanna give you guys the tea first. Um, this That's is my mom's first time hearing about it too, y'all. Yeah, we are That's amazing. Thank you. So yeah, because we are we're all shifting. I believe that God has so much greatness in store for everybody. I truly believe that. I'm one of those people that just believe there's goodness out here for everybody. Absolutely. And um I really want to see everybody win. So thank you so much, mommy, for being on the show. You're I know welcome. you're a very busy lady. Thank you for having me. It was my honor and privilege to do this today. Awesome. I hope we can have you uh, back again soon because this was this was a good, good conversation. Anytime. All right. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up the show now. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. I love you guys. Until next time. Peace.